Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. What's up, man? Uh, just uh, walking around. Walking around? Yeah, Looks like you're just sitting around. there. Yeah, I'm just sitting here. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Well, I don't even know how I'd be able to walk around anyways with all these cords tied to me. <laughs> we're not fancy wireless podcasters. No, no, we're not. Right. We're actually the we're... least fancy podcasters I know, I think. It's always cool when, you know... Let's, let, this is kind of a tangent already. When you go to like a, a live concert, a live show, and with all, you know, and, and let's be honest, the wireless guitar hookup is pretty cheap now, considerably speaking. You know, any band can probably afford it, but it's always cool when you see like a, a big name band and there's one guy that's still got a wire. He's old school, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm not doing it. School. I'm not doing yeah. it. No. Right, right. Everybody else in the band's like, come, dude, come on. Mm-hmm. Quit being tethered down by that. I'm, no, I'm not doing it. Speaking of which, I was in Vision Forge the other day with Gatlinburg, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know you where... You concert, as you do, right? <laughs> well, you know, have you been... Yeah, I don't know if you've been to Gatlinburg lately and walked around, but like... Where the old Smoky Mountain moonshine is and Mellow Mushroom is, there's like a little mm-hmm. cul-de-sac. Yeah. And there's a stage, and there's like mm-hmm. all the, they're playing bluegrass, right? Right, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. It. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. The only thing is, uh, one of my favorite instruments, for some unknown reason, is the stand-up bass, right? Okay. And it's just funny to see the, like a, an electric stand-up bass. And it's just like huh? this little skinny bar. Yeah. And like four strings. Yeah, I don't and like it's that. Like, yeah. I want to see the big, huge instrument. Somebody up there really, you know. It's kind of like the electric cello. You see somebody playing the electric cello, and it's just like this little bitty skinny thing, and it's like it should be 
a massive you think this is how people you... felt back in the day when people started playing electric guitars probably it's like i i do not want to see somebody using that thing of course the early electric guitars i guess maybe were big mm-hmm. like the jumbos but you know um but yeah well, like when the fender the stratocaster started coming around they were probably like Mm-mm. the purest no, don't listen to that no it's garbage well, so, um, today, what game are we talking about? It's been so long. I don't I know. know. We've tried to record this only about eight times. Right. In the past right. two weeks. So we were originally supposed to schedule, we were really supposed to record this two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Yep. And... We had a big computer meltdown. <laughs> right. We were set up, ready to go, both of us awake, both of us ready to record the podcast, and my computer just would not come on. Like, it kept updating. Like, it went, okay, I was still operating on Windows 8. I know, I'm a square. And uh, it went through an update. And after that update, it just went. It kept, every time it would turn on, it would just keep, like, acting like it was updating. And then it would restart, and then it would restart the process. And it would never fix. So then I had to get, like, my uh, reboot disk out and everything. And reboot it. To uh, back up to Windows 8. Then, after that, updated to Windows 10 and have been running smoothly ever since. I like Windows 10. Yeah. Especially so compared to 8. But then we've tried to record it a couple, well, several more times, and it's like. Most of, of the, most of the other times have been my fault because I've been so bogged down in my well, I've last been semester of school. It's just been, it's just been a, kind of a nightmare. Otherwise, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, if we don't record this on Sunday morning, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, that's We're kinda, so busy. <laughs> it's, we're so busy, yeah. It's just, man. Maybe, you know, both of us, our schedules are probably going to lighten up as the year goes on, but, or at least I think. I know mine, well, will, obviously. But yours is... Maybe yours won't line up until next year. But. We'll, we'll have to uh, talk about this maybe more off the air, but I'll just go ahead and say we'll probably have to take another break uh-huh. around April and May because as you had to take a break for your big exam in November. You got one coming up? I've got, yeah, I've got two. I've got um, licensure exams May 28th and June 6th. So... Mm. This but is really interesting that. podcasting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I've done my licensing about... exams. And, yeah. <laughs> In our NPR voice. No. Yes, we got the licensing exams. and. Uh... Anyways, we'll try to make sure we stay on top of things leading up to another break. Yeah. Maybe even squeeze in a couple more here and there. So a couple we, more uh, what? Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Especially I mean, if, we keep doing on sun- if we keep doing it on Sunday, we'll be fine. Yeah. If we can stick to I think the Sunday thing. From here on out, we shouldn't have any problems. Um, and a couple more Patreon episodes, I think, are going to be cooking. Yeah. And and hopefully, when we come back from break, maybe this little teaser, I've got, I've got a good idea for a Patreon. I think I mentioned it to you already. Mm-hmm. I think we should yeah. do, maybe over the summer, we could do a series of Michael and Justin try to fix the world. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, it's election season, so we could just tell everybody what they're supposed to do to fix the world. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
So we can do that maybe over the summer. The funny thing is, I don't know, it could turn into a shouting match because Jess and I don't exactly see eye to eye on several things. But, uh, yeah. It could be interesting. It could be, be fun. It'll be fun. So we're talking about Willow. Oh, yeah. Willow? I thought we was playing Zelda. They're very similar. Yeah. Really? No. No, yeah, we're, talk- we're talking about Willow. This was a... This was actually a Patreon pick from... I think it's from Chris. I think it's from Chris. Alright, Chris. And his last name escapes me. I think it's... It, it's really... I would have probably pronounced it wrong anyways. If I would have remembered it. Now, I wonder if Chris liked the movie. I think everybody liked the movie from like our generation. Yeah, I Did remember like liking movie? it. Uh, I remember liking it. I don't remember liking it very much. It's kind of like this epic Lord of the Rings style movie with a lot of comedy. I don't know if the comedy was meant to be there. Chris Vanderhoff. Yeah. Vanderhoff. Sorry. Thanks. Thanks for the pick, by the way, Chris. Yeah. No. Thanks. Uh, I don't know if the comedy was meant to be there, but uh, I certainly thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried. Um, I'm a little bit worried that uh, the PC police would might get us the zip so if we're not if we don't if we're not careful. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I'm a little bit. I I do wonder a little bit if because uh, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Was it was it is it something that was was good? As far as that goes, or is this something that they probably wouldn't release these days? I, uh, you know, I don't. I think. It was or is it fine. like a positive message? It's like a positive thing, right? It's like a positive message. But what's funny is it was a little known. I think a lot of people is, forgot that it was a George Lucas film. Because you know, we think about George. That. Yeah. You know, everybody thought it was you know thinks George Lucas. They think two things, right? Star Wars, Indiana Jones. But he mm-hmm. actually made Willow. And Willow was supposed to be a three-part series. This was only supposed to be the first movie. And I guess it was just got tepid reviews, and it just kind of got dropped. But, uh, yeah, so... I don't understand why any movie with Val Kilmer would get tepid reviews, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean... I mean, have you seen Batman? I've seen Batman, yeah. It's great. <laughs> My second favorite Batman is Val Kilmer. Yeah, can you guess Who's my first your favorite? favorite? George Clooney. <laughs> of course, <laughs> Mr. Clooney. You know what's funny is I really liked the Batman and Robin that movie when I was like a kid. Yeah, and like going back on it now, I think it was on TV like not too long ago, and I watched a little bit of it, and I was like, "Oh man, this is terrible." <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think the idea uh, was that it was meant for kids and to sell toys and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever read the theory that the three Batmans, or maybe it's just like the Batman, Batman and Robin? Yeah, it's Batman and Robin is not actually part of the Batman series, but it's actually supposed to be a movie about Batman that was played in Gotham. A movie about Batman that was played in, like, a movie theater in Gotham? Yeah, like, yeah. In that, fi- like, okay, a that's movie some- that that's something. That would have been set That's up. something somebody made up. Because it that sounds like so what? Bad. That sounds like something somebody made up after the fact, because this movie is so terrible. 
<laughs> I, you know, I can't remember everything I read about it. I mean, it's probably, it's definitely probably not true, but it's like they they brought up some points. Like if you look at certain things in the movie, and one of the things that they talked about was it was so cartoonish that what you know, yeah, it was maybe I don't know. It, it, it's interesting. It was. I, interesting I mean, I could read. see it. I could see it, but I I do think that it seems like. Um, like it was made up after the fact, after they realized how terrible the movie was. Yeah, definitely, it definitely was that. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, any movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger should do well. And his part was actually pretty good. I like I liked Arnold as well. I don't know. Mr. Freeze was supposed to be kind of a smart guy, and Arnold didn't really come off as smart in the movie. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I like I like I would have I liked Arnold as a bad guy. I don't know if I liked him as Mr. Freeze. I would have liked him as something else, probably. It's funny, like uh, he's supposed to be the smart guy, but in the film, definitely Poison Ivy was the smart character. Mm-hmm. And then Bane was. There's just, just like... so many bad guys in that. And Bane was in it, but Bane was like. Bane was the worst version of Bane I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, Bane's supposed to be like another smart, like anarchist guy, right? Yeah, and he was just like this monster, and that in that movie, <laughs> like that's all he was. He was just this big monster. Yeah, I mean the what is it, the Dark Knight movie? They pretty much got Bane right for most of the movie. Um, yeah, was, that movie wasn't the best movie in the world, but. It didn't get this. I mean, it certainly was probably the third best in that franchise. Yeah, out of the three, it didn't movies. ruin Bane. So, but I think that saying that that was the third best is almost like saying, you know, ranking. I don't know the Godfather movies. Like, they were all really good. And I've that never one seen was, the Godfather movies. Well, I'm just trying to give like an example of like saying, okay, they're all good, but you got to put them in an order. And so that one would be third to me. Speaking of yeah. which, Batman versus Superman is coming out pretty soon. That it is. I'm really, I don't know. I'm not really interested in it. Nah. No. Did you ever see Star Wars? The original or the new one? The new one. <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't I either. If, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you can. I'm not really a huge movie guy. I'm not anymore. The mo- my, my movie watching is amounts to like random finds on Netflix. I w- yeah. Although I will say, an awesome movie that we saw on Netflix that I probably probably a lot of people don't like, but I loved it was The Guest. Have you seen that one? No. It's a it's a really campy, cheesy movie about this guy who uh, I don't even know the backstory. There's some kind of weird backstory that they try to put in there where he's like mm-hmm. a experiment. Somebody's been experimenting on him or something. He's a soldier that was, I don't know. Anyways, but he shows up at this house and uh, he turns out to be like this super killer guy. But, oh. uh, but it's really, it's a really cool movie. It's like really over the top and the music in it, uh, the music in it is awesome. It's like electronica. It's kind of got a little bit of a chip tune feel. Kind of sounds like the music in, have you seen the movie It Follows? Kind of no. reminds me of the music in that. Have you seen... Um, so I saw a movie that was really cheesy, but it was actually kind of scary. <laughs> um, it was uh, one one morning in the show, we were up, I think it was like right after Ella had had her shots, and we woke up, and we flipped on this movie called Unfriended. 
Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. It's like about these like high school kids that are on Skype. And oh. <laughs> uh, like this girl that had died somehow is like on Skype talking to them and then they all start dying. It sounds super cheesy and it really is except for the fact that it's actually done fairly well. So it was pretty interesting. I thought it was pretty good. So they recorded the whole movie through Skype. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was probably it, they probably cheapest made it for $20. movie ever. Yeah, they probably made it for twenty dollars. <laughs> it's it's Blair Witch esque as far as budget and everything, but yeah. So yeah. maybe we should talk about Willow. I was about to say the same thing since we're like twenty <laughs> minutes in and haven't said a word about Willow other than maybe something <laughs> offensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Willow is, uh, I thought it was, you know, you want to hear some history? Yeah, that's what I want, history. All right. So Willow was a game created by Capcom, and it was obviously made uh, after the film, but it didn't really have a lot of the same themes um, as Willow did in the film. And it was released by uh, Capcom in 1988, or I'm sorry, 1989 for the NES version. And there was also an arcade version. Um, both were action RPGs. And uh, you ready for this? I'm going to read some Japanese names. We haven't Sweet. done this in a while. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the director, Yoshiki Okamoto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The designer, <clears throat> sorry, Hiroyuka Kawana and Saigo Ito. And then the composer, which apparently he only knew how to write one song, uh, Takashi <laughs> Tetaishi. So, but uh, the game got fairly uh, good reviews at the time. It was obviously, a lot of people have said that it was Capcom's answer to Zelda, which it does play a lot, as we already mentioned, it does play a lot like Zelda, mm-hmm. and it was rated number 89 on IGN's Top 100 NES games of all time. So, uh, obviously, there's a, uh, we've already talked about the history of the movie, which was I was going to include on this part, but it was a George Lucas film um, that came out in the 80s as kind of uh, a, a Lord of the Rings-esque epic but uh received mixed reviews uh has mostly become more of a cult classic since um there was also game willow games released for the amiga the atari st the commodore 64 and my personal favorite ms dos all right Uh, yeah (laughs) a little ms dos action um but they were not related. They were not created by Capcom. They were just other games, other Willow games. So, anyway, did you have this game? Did you go on some big quest to get this game? I went on a giant quest to get this game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I went. Uh, so what, here's what I did. First, I looked through my collection because for some reason I thought I had it. But in the last couple weeks, I made that mistake and waited too long thinking okay. I had it and then didn't get it, get didn't get to play the real version, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this time I went looked through my collection. So I'm in the closet, thumbing through the collection, which is not in alphabetical order and it's really bothering me. 
but I just haven't had time to put it in alphabetical. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really getting under my skin. Uh, anyway, so I was thumbing through my collection. Turns out I don't have it. All right. Mm-hmm. So then I went on the big epic quest. You ready? I went. I opened up my Chrome web browser. Oh no. I clicked into. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't have time to uh, like actually go to a store to search for this game. So I ordered it. Uh, ordered it off of uh, eBay. My bad. Yeah. We'll talk about how much you paid for it after we review the game. But, okay. Uh, Let me show you my copy. Okay. Now Michael's leaving now. He's walking off. Giving a little play-by-play here. He's putting his headphones back on. And there it is. Yep, it's stupid lighting. What's the guy's name? The guy that plays Willow. I can't. It always escapes me. What's the guy's name? Uh, the guy's name? Uh, guy's name is. Hold on, I think I got it on, up on my one of my tabs. Uh, uh, Warwick Davis. Yes, Warwick Davis. Oh, and I forgot to mention this. Ron Howard directed the film. It's really just wow. an all-star. Yeah. Lineup. Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch this again, aren't I? But only only rating at forty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So anyway, Warwick Davis uh, was in Return of the Jedi too. Apparently, mm-hmm. he's. Uh, have you seen his like YouTube series? Or I think it's actually maybe a show and on like BBC. But I've just watched him on YouTube. Uh, Life's too short. It's always mm-hmm. him and Ricky Gervais. Oh man, <laughs> they are hilarious. Um, really, not check yeah. it out. There's one with Johnny Depp. It's really good. And uh, the, my favorite is the one with Liam Neeson. It's so funny. It just, huh. yeah. Anyway. I have to check that out. Uh, we're, yeah. We've been on a big uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm kick lately. Yeah. Well, me and Felicia have been watching Parenthood. And when I say watching Parenthood, I mean we binge watch them in every sense of the word. We've yeah, you told me you took <laughs> in like a month. People wonder. I was about to say, you were telling me that it was because of your computer that you can record. But then when you told me that you watched <laughs> like the entire uh, every season of Parenthood and in like a month, I was like, okay, it's because he don't watch Parenthood. It's such a good show. It is. It's it's like perfect in every sense. It's like there's funny scenes, but it, I mean, like it's just it's so real. You know, I was telling Felicia what what I liked about it the best is even the stuff you could see that was predictable, you could see it coming from a mile, a Mm -hmm. mile away. Like, I won't say any spoilers, but let's just say, like, people that break up and then get back together. And you knew, like, oh, they're going to get back together. They've got to. They did it in such a way that it was never cheesy. It was never like, oh, my gosh. Well, you know. Oh, I know, because, like... The particular one you're talking about, I think, they took, instead of doing, uh, you know, most shows would take the breakup and get back together thing, they do it in like a few episodes. This mm-hmm. spans like the entire second half of the the series. Yeah. Right. It, made, it makes it like feel more real, you know? Yeah. It's so good. It's just such a good I mean, show. Everything in the show is basically predictable, but it's just done in such a way that it's just yeah. it's just good. Yeah. It, it's satisfying when it actually happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of anyways, course, we don't want to get off on Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson is the best ever. Coach, coach is in it, and he's hilarious. 
I want, I want, I want Coach to be my dad. One more television tangent, and I swear I'm done. Okay. Fuller House came out Friday. Have you seen uh-huh. any of it yet? No, Matthew said it wasn't very good. You know, I've watched two episodes. I watched the first episode, which is essentially... It wasn't very good, but they... Uh, it was kind of a, almost a necessary evil. Like, it had to... They had to, like, get all of their full house jokes out of the way. Mm. Okay. Like, they got all the characters there and kind of got them all there and all the homages to the uh, original kind of out of the way. So okay. That now so the they just got show. all that out of the way right off the bat. Yeah. Instead of doing it, instead of spacing it out. Which Girl Meets World, I think, does a better job of that. Yeah, they do. I was about but, to say the same thing. Um, you know, I don't know. Jerry's still out on me. I've only, like I said, I've only watched two episodes. I've not been... Did you say Jerry? Huh? Did you say Jerry? Like Jerry Seinfeld? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, the G- Jerry's still out on you, yeah. Jerry's still out on me. The first two episodes I haven't been too impressed about. But I'm not going to make a call yet. So. Okay. So you're going to keep watching it? Yeah. I may wait until you tell me whether it's worth it or not. I wasn't a huge Full House fan, so... Yeah. I'm trying to get my wife to watch uh, Coach. Because she loved (laughs) the Craig T. Yeah, she loved the Craig T. Nelson character. I was like, well, you got to watch Coach. Coach is such a good show. He's he's not really the same character, though, in Coach. Eh, kind of. He's a little more serious in in Coach. Yeah, that's Okay. Because they got the other comic relief guy, whatever his name is. Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah. Okay, can we talk about Willow, please? Yeah, let's talk about Willow. The the listeners are just, the D-patters out there, they're just like, you guys, stop know, it with the TV. Them. We're just sprinkling just, a little Willow in with a lot of tangent talk. Yeah, we're just teasing some Willow <laughs> while we talk about everything else we haven't talked about in the last month because we haven't been able to record. Okay, so <laughs> tell me, tell me about... Tell me what you thought of this game that you thought you had and clearly left uh, and uh oh yes <laughs> can Captain I do this commando special special message from Captain Commando thank He's, you for selecting the adventure packed willow he, he personally thanks you for buying willow yeah and he signs it which mm-hmm. that signature looks like it came from a six-year-old just i know do cursive it's like it's like <laughs> the most basic cursive you could do there's there's no personalization to it whatsoever yeah. it's like it's like the cursive on microsoft word yeah maybe that's what it is <laughs> let's try probably i don't know did, did they have when did microsoft word come out was it out in way back in the day what i mean microsoft hasn't been around since the beginning of time i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> been around for a while okay here's the safety okay, the precautions u- yeah the usual spiel don't use benzene on on the game pack as if there was just benzene uh, running around i've got it laying around don't you yeah the anatomy uh, just other solvents too you know hydrogen peroxide and hydrogen chloride and mm-hmm. all the other hydrogen things mm-hmm. okay Alright, so in case anybody didn't notice, I'm actually running through the manual here. 
Um, okay, right? controlling Willow. All right. Throughout uh-huh. the game, Willow will be collecting several weapons, shields, magical devices, and special items. Magical and devices, sees... including acorns. <laughs> That's the first one. Yeah. <laughs> there are two different sword attacks you can use. The first is a jab or stabbing attack. The second is a swiping attack. Mm-hmm. Which that's one All thing right. about the game that I really liked. We'll the sword play? Well, yeah. just how like it almost like you start out not very good with it. And then mm-hmm. you get better as you... And by better, it. you mean faster? <laughs> yeah. 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 Alright, I'm going to read the Willow story. Which may be different from the movie, if it's anything it like the game. The it is a time of great turmoil in the world. Bav Morda, a former messenger from the Spirit of the Skies, has turned towards evil. Her plan is to rule the world through her twisted magics. Her force is incredible, and her armies are unstoppable. She even dared to transform Finn Razael, the messenger from the Spirit of the Earth, into a small animal. Bav Morda believes that there is no one that can stop her. But she has not heard of the tribe of the Nelwins. <laughs> there had been a prophecy among these people that one of their tribe would help lead the world out of its darkest hour. The High Alduin, the wizard of the Nelwyn tribe, recognized Willow, Uthgood. I'm, I'm not pronounced all this. like worse than you with the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> with Japanese, me trying Get to pronounce together. these willow words. Get it together, Get it together Michael. <laughs> All right. uh, recognize Willow Ufgood as the chosen one. The adventure begins for Willow as he leaves his family and friends and sets out to stop all of the evil that Bav Morda has created. Okay, the movie. I remember a baby in the movie. Yeah, yeah. The ba- that's the point of the movie. It's almost Moses-esque. He, like, finds a baby. But anyway... They kind of leave that part out here. Okay, all right. Items. So you get swords, shields, magical devices, and special items. There are many different types of swords that Willow will obtain in his travels. Each of them have their own strengths and weaknesses. The best strategy is to experiment with the swords that he has, that he has to determine which will be work best against his foes. Uh, shields. There's also a variety of shields that Willow can collect during his journey. They all provide defense against his enemies. Yet again, some are better equipped to defend him than others. Uh, there are several magical spells, weapons, and healing items that will allow Willow to defend and heal himself. They can only be used once at a time, however, and they all use up magic points, people. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> Don't use all your... Alright, special items. These, once collected, are always in the possession of Willow. He will be able to use their powers repeatedly without using up magic points. Many of the enemies that will face him will ask will ask him to find various items throughout the game. So many enemies he will face will ask him to find various items throughout the game. Do they actually ask him? Like, hey man, yeah. could, you, uh, could you find my, my keys? <laughs> <laughs> totally lost my keys. Speaking of keys, no, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can go on another tangent. No, it's fine. I don't want to. We've done too many already. Okay, all right, all right. I'll continue. On. All right. Characters of the game: Willow, Hello, the hero. Okay, moving on. Mad Margician. Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. 
he's a he, well, he, well he'd say he's a magician and uh but he's like a magician from like deep in the hills of kentucky so he's a magician yeah he's yeah. uh He's a mix between a magician and a mortician. Uh-huh. So he plays magic and tricks the, while... And, <laughs> and the Mad Hatter. And the Mad Hatter. So he's a mad magician. <laughs> he's, 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 uh, he's a mortician that does magic tricks at funerals, and he's also a little <laughs> bit crazy. <laughs> well, you'd have to be crazy to be a guy that does magic tricks at a funeral. <laughs> it's like... Uh, uh, you know, the family comes to see the the family member, and he's like, "Hey, uh, will you pull this scarf out of my out of my coat pocket here?" He just continues on, continues. No, on. no, he's like, he's like, uh, he walks up to the body. He's like, "What is that? What's that behind his ear? Up, it's a quarter." <laughs> Pulls a rabbit out of the casket. Hey, you You remember the uh, you remember that Nick's uh, Swordson skit, don't you, about his funeral? Oh yeah. One of the classic. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I won't go into that, but if, if, if the listeners out there have not heard of Nick Swardson's uh, stand-up about his funeral, you should go listen to it. It's hilarious. <laughs> All right. So, the mad... The mad, mad magician. Yeah. Yeah. That's, no, that's Val Kilmer's character. Okay. It's, it's Val Kilmer's yeah. character in the movie. Okay, he's a warrior. Yeah. All right. But I guess he's probably jealous of Willow, because the Willow's the chosen one. He's not. That's my yeah. guess. All right, now what about uh, Sorsha? That's right, you got it there. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, I know. It's also uh, it's it's also she's actually Sasha, but she's also from the deep hills of Kentucky. Sorsha, <laughs> <laughs> Sorsha. <laughs> hey Sorsha, do you wash my clothes? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Morta's daughter Willow must find a way to return return Sorsha to turn Sorsha away from her mother and aid him in destroying the evil in the world. Then there's some brownies. Brownies. <laughs> I always thought that was just the funniest thing when watching the movie was the with the brownies. It's just like a, they didn't really take a whole lot of time in in making up the name. They're not. Oh, they're uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know who they are. It's yeah. been too long since I've seen the movie. Yeah. Then there's Finn Razel, who we mentioned earlier, and General Kale. Mm-hmm. Kale spelled K-A-E-L, not K-L K-A-L-E, like the picture and everybody loves it nowadays and it's just terrible yeah i tried to put it in a smoothie the other day and i was oh, like God. what is this it's yeah. just, just disgusting yeah it's terrible everybody's like it's got so much vitamin a and i was like well, i'll just take a vitamin i'd rather yeah why don't you just eat a vitamin or a carrot a carrot is way better than kale and i'm not even a big carrot fan i like carrots all right so well, I like some... carrots when you cook out all the vitamins out of them, like steam them. <laughs> I like them raw. <laughs> oh, man, my daughter loves them raw. She would eat, like, ten of them. I've seen, I, I'm trying to think. I know there's somebody I know. I think it's John. Or Slapper Bags, I'm sorry. Yeah, Slapper uh, He loves carrots, too, but he loves his carrots smothered in ranch. So that like, you take out the healthy factor. Yeah, yeah, take out the healthy factor. Well, he's still getting his vitamin A. Well, John could use some fat. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. He should probably just drink uh, ranch all the time. Ranch yeah. and mayonnaise. Yeah. John, the funny thing about John that I've noticed, uh, especially when y'all like live together, I don't know about now, uh, now that he's married, um, John's diet was pretty bad. 
yet he never gained any weight. Like well, he, he ate never a gained t- weight because his diet was so limited. Yeah, but it was mostly. When he junk lived food. with me. Oh yeah, it was definitely junk food. When he lived with me, let me give you. I'm gonna give you a brief rundown on old Slapper Bags meal. Okay. Right. <laughs> if anybody wants to go on a diet, here's here's the Slapper Bags meal plan. <laughs> if John listens to this show, he's gonna kill me. Anyway, so breakfast. All right. Mm-hmm. It is a bagel and cream cheese. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's not you know nothing wrong with that. Right. All right. Lunch was usually a sandwich and a bag of chips. I think. Uh, like a. PB and J, or maybe uh, if he had some ham and cheese or something. Yeah. And then he would have some chips. Which is and the same lunch he's eaten his entire life. I went to I've been yeah. I went to school with him from elementary school all the way through high school, and he packed his lunch every day. It was always a sandwich and chips, and until high school when he stopped eating lunch. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he went to play basketball <laughs> instead of eating lunch. <laughs> yeah, just stopped eating lunch. Oh, so, boy. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that's why he continued to eat whenever he lived with me. Uh, yeah. And I think occasionally he would take a little Debbie with him as a, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a dessert. All right. So then uh, supper rolls around. All right. Uh, no, okay. no snacks in between, by the way. Right. There's, there's no snacking any at any other point during the day. So supper rolls around. Okay. He slaps down a steak on the George Foreman. Mm-hmm. All right, not like a super nice steak, but not a super cheap one either. But somewhat cheap steak. He slapped that down on the on the foreman. All right. Uh huh. And then he would take it from the foreman onto a plate. He would eat that steak, drink him a glass of milk, <laughs> and have another little Debbie. That's pretty much it. <laughs> the the John Mill plan. The John Mill plan. Yeah. Which. I mean, if you think about each individual part, uh, you know, it's not that unhealthy, really, other than the fact that you're only eating maybe a thousand calories in a day. (laughs) And let's be honest, a lot of those calories aren't, I mean, great calories. I mean, there's no vegetables at all, ever. Right. Uh, There's some meat in there, so you get get some protein. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of carbs. There's a lot of carbs in there. Mostly carbs. Well, I mean, peanut butter is not peanut butter sandwich. I just remember coming to you Anyways. when you all lived together, going to your apartment, and there was like your food, and then John's food consisted of like four things, and it was usually a bag of chips, a box of steaks, and a box of fudge rounds. And there you go. Oh yeah, fudge rounds. That's what they were. Yeah. But little Debbie makes fudge rounds, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fudge rounds. That's what they were. Oh boy. Oh John. So what did you think of this game? I really, really dug it. I really liked it. I didn't get to spend a ton of time with it like I wanted to, but uh, I really did like it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a very time-consuming game, and even on YouTube. The speed runs are like an hour and thirty minutes. Like that's the speed run. Mm, so yeah. Well, I mean, very, it's an RPG, so yeah, it's very detailed. Yeah. Uh, and going in the spirit that I don't really care for RPGs that much, it was not bad. I'll, I won't What's look an through RPG? it. I won't look through it in my uh, anti-RPG glasses. But yeah. uh, did you play yeah. this when you were a kid? No. 
I did. <laughs> Your cat did. She's trying to chime yeah. in. Yeah. Um, I didn't play it as a kid. I didn't even know that there was a Willow game, to be honest with you, until we decided to talk about it. Because I did certainly watch the movie. But, uh, you know, I thought it was pretty good. I, You know, I don't know. Parts of it that I couldn't under- get. I couldn't un- decide if I thought the graphics were good or not. And there's some aspects of it that I really thought were pretty neat and uh, that they brought in. I think that the sprites for the bad guys were done really well. You know, you got the big snake guy. I was hoping that the manual would tell me their names because I was interested in knowing what some of their names were. I think you nailed it. Big snake guy. Yeah. Big snake guy. And then there's the crab man. Did you see the crab man? Yeah, crab man. Yeah. Um, skeletons and then just blobs of bubbles. Goo blobs. Yeah, yeah goo blobs. Goo blobs. Um, and boars. There's some boars. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a rat of some kind. Uh, and trolls. 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 Yeah, Which Willow hates trolls. trolls. Willow hates trolls. That was a big thing in the movie. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I remember him. He gets all, like, kind of scared. Yeah, he hates trolls. Yeah, yeah he hates trolls. Um, and uh, so I thought that the sprite, but the sprite that I didn't like was Willow itself. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought the Willow sprite was terrible. They didn't put, like, any detail in it. Like, he doesn't really even have a face. Like, I couldn't really even see that, you know. There was he like, looks like a potato. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really does. It's just, like... Nothing, and he's got this giant sword. Although I think I'm going to try to do this politically correct. Um, I think that the size of the sword compared to Willow was actually pretty accurate, though. You know how some games it's like the sword is huge to the character, and it's like it doesn't make any sense. This one actually made sense because Willow is a little person, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the scale, the sense of scale that they did in the game is pretty much right. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that they um, actually did the game well, but I, the, the thing that I did read this theory, and I couldn't substantiate it, that's why I didn't include it in the history section, that this was a game that was made by Capcom to compete with Zelda. They didn't have a name for it, and then Willow comes along, and they attached the game to the to the movie, and they named all the characters after the movie characters. Instead of saying we're going to make a game about Willow, they had a game, and they said we'll just attach this game to Willow. Hmm. Which okay. could be true because there's really very little crossover other than the character names, right? As far as the story of the game and everything. So, I don't know. Yeah, in the movie, uh, remind me. In the movie, does does Willow have trouble walking through tall grass? Yes, that's one of the funnier parts of the. <laughs> There's a part where he's running, and it's hilarious. It keeps falling. <laughs> so it, it is accurate then, because I noticed that any any grass that was even slightly tall, mm-hmm. uh, you well, can walk through in the game. Yeah, he has a hard time. Yeah. So there is something in the movie about that, though. There's a there's a scene. I can't, I can't. Yeah, he's running through tall grass, where he's trying to catch up, or something. And maybe it's not Willow, but it's somebody. It's one of like one of the Nellons, and it's like they're trying to run, and they're running through grass, and they just keep falling, and it's hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. 
probably not hilarious. I shouldn't laugh at that, but I don't think it was meant to be well, funny. Well, it's meant to be funny, though, right? Is it meant to be funny in the I movie? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's, maybe it's meant to be dramatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's meant to be dramatic. Oh, man. That oh. reminds me of a, of a story from college. Okay. Go ahead. Do you remember the night we may or may not have been partaking in some extracurriculars? Yeah. Yeah, there was like a hill there going up to our dorm room. And I had a backpack mm-hmm. on that was full of more festivities. Mm-hmm. And I kept falling down the hill. I kept <laughs> slipping and falling. And you kept cheering me on. <laughs> and I'd keep trying to keep trying to keep trying and then I'd fall again. I didn't, I didn't try to help you. I just cheered you on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, funny. Boy. So I didn't have this game as a kid, but I remember renting it, right? So mm-hmm. I rented it several times. This was one of those where I was kind of on the borderline of being able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I could figure out kind of what to do. Like, I could get my sword, and I could run around and fight enemies and stuff. But I couldn't really progress through the game because, I don't know, Maybe this is going to make me sound like a dumb kid. You know, every time we talk about a game that requires any reading or any uh, any thought, I always say, well, I had it as a kid, but I couldn't figure it out. So, um, But this was a game that I couldn't really, I guess because... See, when did it come out? Eighty-nine. Mm-hmm. So I, when I played it, I was probably only like six or seven. Right. Uh, so I wasn't super great reader by age six. So trying to figure this game out, I had I had trouble. Yeah. But I remember being fun to run around and slice things. I can't imagine that if I had played it, I would have even I would have liked it because maybe that's you know I didn't obviously didn't like RPGs back then because like you said we were young we didn't know how to read these are like more games that were geared more towards older kids maybe even adults although I don't think adults play video games like they do nowadays uh, back then uh, of course my dad played like Mario and NBA Jam that was about it but uh, yeah. you know so I think there were there were probably adults that were young adults that played video games. So I mean, if you were eighteen, nineteen, twenty, right, back in the day, you probably played video games. I, but I think the sweet spot for this game would have been about ten to fourteen. Yeah, I was. That's what I was thinking. Kind of like a early teen. Yeah, because you know you've probably seen the movie, liked the movie, and you're old enough to read, old enough to kind of thought process through an RPG um, we were probably just too young for that yeah this game does make it, it does it's very very similar to Zelda in the way that it looks and controls mm-hmm. and stuff but it takes Zelda and adds a lot more RPG elements to it mm-hmm. like there's a lot more um, questing kind of I guess you could say mm-hmm. where you're going and talking to people and, mm-hmm. and doing things and there's experience that you gain, and as you gain experience, your attack gets well faster. Mainly, you yeah. like you swing your sword a lot faster. So mm-hmm. there's a lot more RPG stuff in this right. game than, than the typical Zelda. But I could definitely see how this could be Capcom's answer to Zelda. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. You were talking about the graphics earlier, and I would I would agree that the Willow sprite is not very good. I also I would also agree that the cutscene 
things where you, whenever you're talking to people, I really didn't like those at all. I didn't like the way that they were boxed in. I didn't like the drawing, the sprites and stuff in those. Mm-hmm. I thought they were pretty bad. But I loved the backgrounds. I thought the backgrounds uh, or the levels were awesome. And I loved the fact that whenever enemies would show up, the grass would blow, like the yeah, wind started blowing. Cool. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. So I really liked the graphics. Um, in yeah, that I like sense. going from grass to dead grass. Yeah. Do you notice that? Like, there was some grass that was green, some grass that was brown. Yeah, you know, brown grass. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so, I like that. Um, I didn't get far enough to get more at- magical attacks besides the acorn. Mm-hmm. But the acorn yeah. was cool. Oh, I did get that one where uh, he whips his hair back and forth. Oh, yeah, um... I forgot what that's called. Yeah, it's the one. It's uh, I think it's called the Willow Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got by you. The, by the way, by the way, typing Willow okay. in the Google, that's like the first thing that comes up. I know. That's why. That's why I said that. That's why I said that. Who cares about Willow Smith? <laughs> I don't know. That kind of. Oh, that song was okay. Hey, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know. I didn't really like it. No, and you can't go back now. You can't go back now. Okay, okay, fine. It was okay. Mm-hmm. It's catchy. It's mm-hmm. catchy. Mm-hmm. She whips her hair back and forth. You know? So anyway... Um, Speaking of music, though, what do you think about this game's music? Well, it's it's good, except for that it's like two songs. Over and over again. That may be because we didn't make it far enough into the game. Well, that's true. I guess I'll find out well, when yeah. I'm editing the episode and I'm downloading the songs. <laughs> oh, wait. There's like 20 oh, songs. Wait, there's a lot of good stuff in here. <laughs> but uh, no, I, listened, I listened to some of them on YouTube. They're, they're all pretty good. I, I guess they're just not laid out very well because you, in your the overworld thing, mm-hmm. I mean, in the areas that, that we experienced, at least the areas that I experienced, they were all, it was all the same song, basically. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of the name of the game. That's what you do. It was it was a good it was a good enough song that I didn't get uh, I didn't get like irritated by it, right? Being played over and over again, right? It's no Friday the Thirteenth. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh man, I don't know why I was. The sound about... effects were awesome though. Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. I think honestly, it's like they. The game seems like it was a lot of time was spent on. It's almost the antithesis to most video games made after movies, which are usually just. Well, it's a Capcom video game made after a movie, so it's right. Capcom always did right by just almost always did right by their their licensed games. Mm -hmm. So it's it's easy. You can take any Capcom. Licensed game. You compare that to an LJN licensed game. It's just there's no comparison, right? <laughs> well, yeah. So I mean, this is. I mean, it's one of those things. Like when you're renting game, when you're going to rent games back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. As a kid, there's certain boxes that you know. Oh yeah. Are the. I mean, like the Capcom, the purple border with the Capcom, you know, mm-hmm. or like this. The Konamis. You see those. Oh, you yeah. see those, and you know that even if it. Did, even if the name of the game or the box art didn't really strike your fancy, you knew you were at least going to get a quality game mm. out of it, right? Mm. So, I mean, those were definitely the rentals that you should go for. I remember thinking that when I was a kid, thinking, okay, if it's got that Capcom or the Konami on it, or Nintendo, 
Yeah, black box. Yeah, those I are the ones that I should be running. Black boxes were always one I went for, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, let's. Did you look up any cheats or hints or, or like tricks or anything? No, but I think I have got the uh, game facts pulled up. I can probably look it up real quick. Sweet. Um. Maybe not. Hold on. Cheats. <laughs> Cheats. This is podcasting gold right here. Yeah, oh yeah. Everybody wants to listen to me clicking through. And me typing. Yeah. It's good stuff. Oh yeah. Great, great, great pod. <laughs> not only have we not really talked about Willow at all, but we've also, you know, just took breaks to type and click. Well, there are passwords... It's all the game facts really has. Okay. And well, that's how the game you... saves you. Right. It saves your progress, basically. And that's just to get, like, start the game with something, which obviously it would just be, like, going to where you left off. So. Man, I wish... Stupid memory nowadays. Kids just don't realize how easy they've got it. We had to, like, get notebooks and write down passwords. I know, I know. Yeah. Hey, something keeps popping in my head, and it just started just started popping in my head since I, uh, since we started recording. Um, was there a part in the movie where somebody said Willow in like a funny way, like Willow or something? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh, one of the Nell ones. I can't remember his name. Willow, Willow, wait. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. See, that's coming to me. One of my favorite lines from the movie was what they the derogatory term for a no one. What was it? Peck. A pack. A peck. A peck. Like a bushel in a peck. Out of the way, peck. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Well, there's a funny scene where Val Kilmer's like, uh, he's in like a cage. They've got him like caged, mm-hmm. and Willow's talking to him, and he's threatening to uh, put a magic curse on him. And uh, Val Kilmer's like, "Go ahead, Peck. Go ahead, Peck." And uh, he says, "Well, maybe I just won't do it." And as he's walking off, he's Val Kilmer's going, "Peck, peck, 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 peck." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe you had to be there. So, all right, all right. Got any? See, wait, wait, wait. wait. How much? How much? Well, Amazon's got it for about seven dollars. Oh, I think I overpaid for four dollars shipping. What did you pay? Oh, for? okay, then I didn't. I think I paid. I think it was ten, but I didn't pay for shipping. Okay. Yeah. So, so about the same. Yeah. Is it worth it? I think. Uh, I think it is. Yeah, I think overall it's a good game. I don't, I don't think I'm done with it. You know, I didn't get to play it a whole lot. Um, I think I'm going to continue to play it. So, I don't think I'll waste my money. You know, normally, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, I probably have, but what I've been doing is 
as I get the games or as I pull them from my collection, mm-hmm. I either sell them or keep them, right? Mm-hmm. As we do the show. Because mm-hmm. I'm kind of paring down my collection by doing the show, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I'll keep this one for a little while. At least a little while. You're looking at it almost longingly. Like, ah, yeah. This is a keeper. I don't think I'll keep you for a little while, will I? <laughs> Stroking it. <laughs> okay. Yes. Anything else that we haven't talked about in the game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I think I'm good. Okay. Did you? In the gameplay stuff. Did you come up with any trophies? I do. I do have a couple of trophies. I do too. I have two. Two right now. Maybe three by the time we're done. Alright. I'm going to go ahead and give my first one. And that is Peck. And that is Die Within the First Five Minutes of Playing the Game. Okay. Not really a trophy. Not really an <laughs> accomplishment. It's a poo-poo trophy. It's yeah. a poo-poo trophy. Right. Okay. Uh, my first one is I whip my hair back and forth. Oh, no. <laughs> and that is search for Willow on Google and realize that Willow Smith is more popular than Willow the Moon. Oh, so it doesn't actually have anything to do with the game. No, no, not that one. Okay. All right. My uh, second one is kind of a homage to Warwick Davis, and that is Life's Too Short. And that is beat the game in under two hours. Hmm. Okay, that's good. Accomplishable. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I've got one called Squirrel Food, <laughs> and that is obtain the acorn. Squirrel food. Nice, nice. Do you have any more? Because I got to pull something up for my last one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I can. I can. I can make some up. Okay. Yeah, make one there's up on a, the spot. Let's see. There's a. Okay, I'll make one up on the spot. Uh, there's a shield in the game called the Furry Shield, so if when you obtain the Furry Shield, you get the trophy called Are You a Furry? There you go. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, beat the game is uh, the Leg Up Trophy. <laughs> the Leg Up Trophy. <laughs> uh, All right. You ready? No, wait, I got one more. <laughs> one more. Uh, when you obtain the um, the dragon sword later in the game, you get the now that's a long sword trophy. Hmm. Alright. Okay, I'm I'm pulling for straws now. You got your you got your last one? Yeah. Hold on. You can't say hold on. Alright, you ready? I'm ready. Hey trolls. Did you trolls? get it? <laughs> no, listen, trolls. Listen, 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 listen. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Trolls. I hate trolls. I hate trolls. I hate trolls. That's an actual line from the movie. Uh, and mm-hmm. it is kill for trolls. Okay. That was a little anticlimactic. Yeah, that was a lot for, uh, for that trophy. <laughs> You jumped through a lot of hoops for that one. Yeah. But All right. what's funny is, in that scene, uh, how they realize there's trolls around, 
And it's because Val Kilmer or uh, Mad Mardigan steps in a pile of troll crap. <laughs> nice. You mean Mad Morgician? Yeah, Mad Morgician. Mortician. Okay. Okay. The game rating? You got one? Let's see how we're going to do this. Uh, <laughs> Look around the room for random objects. <laughs> Um, let's see. Famous little Type person? Of... Okay, I guess we do famous little person. Is that do not going to get us in trouble? I feel like it's going to get us in trouble. What? Okay, we won't do that then. Famous about, short person. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon. <laughs> He's actually not that short. Danny DeVito. Um, how about um, famous mortician? <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Magician. Well, there we go. How about a magician? We talked about magician. Okay. okay. All right. Have we done that one before? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Okay. Famous magician. Right. Um. Alright, let's see. Well, I'm not going to give him my my favorite magician. David Copperfield? Yeah. Who we hey, saw. Remember that time we saw David Copperfield and he made the car disappear? That was crazy. That that was one of, that was one of the best shows I've ever gone to. <laughs> um, and remember that guy took your jacket off for you? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> so fancy. <laughs> Except he was—he didn't work there or anything. He just was sitting next to you. <laughs> I know. He was, was just a really nice older guy. Yeah. Here, let me tell you. Let me, let me help you out with that. Um, let me help you out with that. <laughs> so I've got to think of another magician. I'm gonna go with David Blaine oh. because uh, I feel like this game's kind of just a passing thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You uh, like much like David Blaine, I feel is just kind of like a passing thing. He was famous for a brief minute. People kind of forget about him. I don't know. David Blaine's like kind of kind of still famous. Every now, well, every now and then he pops back in, right? Mm-hmm. That was my next point. Was every now and then he pops back into fame. It's like, oh, David Blaine's doing something. All right, well, it's kind of like Willow. I feel like it's kind of like Willow, the movie and the game. You know, it was yeah. popular. It faded from popularity. It comes back every now and then. We feel like, oh yeah, Willow. It's kind of like how I feel like. It. That's a good one. And David Blaine's pretty good, so, you know. Yeah, he's pretty sorry. Although would. his levitation thing's kind of silly. Yeah. But that, uh, his other stuff's cool. Like his, I like his card tricks. His card tricks are pretty cool. See, the thing about that I don't like about David Blaine is he tries to bring it simple, which I guess a lot of people like, you know, just doing it on the street. What mm-hmm. I want to see in magic is, like, making the Statue of Liberty disappear. Like David Copperfield did, you know? Yeah. Like no, I mean, that. that's... He, he's no comparison to David Copperfield. Don't get me wrong. Right. Uh, I'm going to give it Siegfried and Roy. Okay. You're going to give it two. Well, they're a combo. Right? Okay. You can't really give them. Right. Siegfried and Roy are one of those things that... If you're in Vegas back then, you had to see them. Uh, because that was just, you know, something you had to do. And then one of, one of them got to eat, right? And they were good. But uh, you know, is it, are that were they the best ever? 
No. But they put on a good show. I think that's what this game did. It puts on a good show. It puts on a, it's a good play. But they're not, not the best. Yeah. They're also somewhat fragile, the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to do some listener feedback? Whatever happened to that Chris Angel guy? Uh, now that's a guy I did not like at all. No, he was terrible. I, I, I thought he was terrible. And he has fallen off the face of the earth, which I cannot, uh, cannot be sad about. Cannot. Nope, not sad about that one. You ready for some listener feedback? I've got it pulled up. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I'm ready. Well, I do. I've got. We've also got some emails and some iTunes and some voicemails. We got a lot, a lot of feedback today. Oh boy, here we go. Alrighty, Peter Guzman, also known um, as Dude Panda. Dude Panda. Um, I just played the arcade version. Now that's a fun game. I don't remember the movie at all. Ah, oh, Panda, come on. Uh, Ryan R. Jackson says, "I loved this game as a kid, but I never got very far. Some have compared it to Zelda, but it has its own distinctions. All in all, it's a fun game." Tim Wilder said, love it. Still in my collection from when I was a kid. Chris Vanderhoff, who he, he's the guy who uh, had us do this game, and he's probably sorely disappointed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> OMG, it's Willow. Let's hope not. Yeah. <laughs> there's a train. Train yep, is there's a train. You've got a lot going on right now. you got train, dog. Yeah, that's all for the two star. All for the two star. Yep. Gotta 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 keep him happy. Mm-hmm. Or keep him unhappy. Mike Vito, you just gave a picture of the cartoon character the critic. Says it stinks. <laughs> it stinks. And uh, Aaron Hickman said uh, asked him to elaborate because he says he's in the minority. And Mike Vito says, Honestly, I'm reliving my playthrough of playing this when I was a kid. I do have this in my library. I'll give it another go and see how I fare. Let's see if he comes back. Yeah, we'll see. Derek Fletchell said, Yes, a fave of mine. Had this one as a kid. Always liked it, but could never beat it as a kid. Thank goodness for Game Facts. The movie is also awesome, but doesn't quite hold up today. Like Zelda, but not... An underrated hidden gem in the library. Sorry, had to use the G word. Ugh. What's the G word? Gem. Oh yeah, that's a naughty word on this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark Davenport said, "Loved this game as a kid, though the movie scared me." Trolls. Yeah, trolls. They'll do it every time. Joe Copel says, "Not a huge fan of this game, but that doesn't mean it stinks." A lot of fun elements and doesn't follow the movie. This is a game that was developed and a license was slapped on it and it shows. Aiden Rogers says, hadn't heard of this. Oh, Aiden. Of course, Aiden, I think, is a little younger no. than most of the crowd on this yeah, page. Yeah, he is. He is the younger guy. So, And I think he's not even from this country, so. Okay. Uh, so he's, he's, a, he's a young foreigner. Yeah. And, so give him a break. Yeah. Come on, man! Got to watch. You got to at least see the movie. 
and play the game. I think, I think you would like it. I think you would like it, Aiden. You should, yeah. you should check out the movie if you get a chance. Andy Lewis said, uh, I remember getting the map in a Nintendo Power and never having the game. But the map hung on my wall for years. Dang. <laughs> now to go in this game. That's pretty funny. Huh. He really liked the map. Huh? Yeah. It's just cool. It's a cool map. No, he put it up on the wall. It was like, one day I will get this game. One day. One day. You. And I will know everything about it. Already. <laughs> now he's going to be able to beat it in under an hour. Yeah. Uh-huh. Landon Long. I've only played about the first hour or so, but it was a fairly fun game. Had some great music. Gabe Van Gilder says, I just watched the movie last week. The game character was way more cooler than his character in the movie. He could actually cast some pretty cool spells. I never played Batman. This was the best movie franchise game <laughs> I'd ever played besides <laughs> Super Star Wars. <laughs> That's an awesome okay, game. maybe you should... <laughs> Not to criticize Gabe, but maybe the uh, this was the best franchise game I ever played should have been before I never played Batman. (laughs) (laughs) I just love it. I love it, Gabe. Thank you. Yeah, cast some pretty good, cool spells. I never played Batman. (laughs) (laughs) We get what Uh, you're saying because of what came after that, but uh, yeah, it was almost a stealth comment. Like stealth yeah, burp. I like it. I like it. It's very sneaky. Yeah. I, uh, I, I want to like. I like to think that he did that for comedic effect on purpose. I think he did. I think he did. And he came back with the next comment that said, "I believe it had RPG aspects. Could be wrong. Been a while. I only beat it once." That's a humble brag, there. You know, oh, <laughs> I only yeah. beat it the one time. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, Greg Polander says, Really enjoy this game and always liked it since it first came out. Good movie also, and this game is better than the Arcade Willow game. It's a good starter adventure RPG, I think. Uh, challenging in spots without being super difficult. Good graphics and music. Follows the story of the movie pretty well, and not overly long to beat either. A hidden... A hidden G-E-M... On this NES, on the NES. <sighs> come on, Greg. I know that was We're just to come a slip. Of the words so people can quit using. I know. I know that was just a slip, Greg. But it's kind of like when I stub my toe and I start mm-hmm. sounding like a sailor. Right. It's, it's an accident. Right. Total accident. Right. I mean, the, d- Greg, do you call your SNES games on your SNES podcast? Do you that's, call them gems? That's exactly what I was going to say. I don't think you do. That's what I At least last last episode I heard you didn't call anything a gym. Speaking of Greg, uh happy belated fortieth birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, buddy. Just the other day was uh his fortieth birthday, so there you go. It's a big one. It's a milestone, right? That's right. Alright, Humberto Montoya says never played it. William sure. Nichols says curse word, never played it, but I remember it. I feel old now. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, really liked this one and was pleasantly surprised back by it back then. Usually games with movie tie-in blows and uh, are shallow at best. But this was a great adventure. Good music and graphics. And that was by Matt Daly. Was I Matt. didn't. Yeah. yeah I didn't say Matt. that at the beginning. Um, Gabe Van Gilder. Uh, 
I'll go ahead and read this comment. So this story, the story for this movie was written by George Lucas. I believe I still don't understand why so-called fans of Star Wars turned on him. I guess I never will. I believe he is still an amazing storyteller. I hope he moves on, ignores the haters, and create more amazing stories like this one. And then Jeff Weber uh, came back with a comment about why people didn't like George Lucas. I'm just going to kind of skip that, but that's okay. Because uh, Jeff does come back to talk about this game. Um, okay. Jay Jorgensen, do Jay. The box for this game is seriously terrifying. I'm going to have nightmares tonight, jerks. All right. Aaron Hickman. The Val Kilmer drawing on is pretty good, though, actually. Yeah. I, even the, uh, the Warwick Davis looks pretty good. Yes. It's kind of... Uh, I thought it was more like grocery store smut esque. Yes, drawing actually. Yeah, kind of reminds me of a. Wow, what was that Fabio? No, what was that we had to read for Foster's class? Oh yeah, Um, the big Uh, JJ something. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, John Jane. John Jakes. John John Jakes. Jakes. John Jakes books were terrible. This could be a John Jakes book. Yeah. If, if you replaced all the medieval stuff with uh, American Revolution. Mm-hmm. Civil War. What? No, it's yeah. mostly it, uh, Yeah, whatever. Anyway, moving, moving on. Aaron Hickman says, I remember us buying this one from a rental place called Jay's Video. I spent many hours on this one, and there is definitely a nice Zelda feel to, to things with an RPG twist. The animations were great, too. This game was go- doing the Link to the Past Spin Sword animation before it was another Capcom home port that was nothing like the arcade game looking at you, Strider, but this game was more polished. Uh, Sean Muldowney says, This is one of my favorite games. Ah, whoo! And super amped for the, uh, game. Uh, the gameplay was super unique. I can't compare that to any other game the sense of discovery wowed me huh yeah I don't know I would have to say that honestly Sean this game compares more so even more so than to Zelda it compares to the game you came and joined us for the show on mm-hmm. Crystalis mm-hmm. I think it's you know yeah I think it compares quite a bit to that one too yeah anyway okay Jeff Weber says oh no that's the game I was going to play alright alright you can play it with me as far as the level three, but that's it. Okay. All right. It's a good thing I didn't make it past level three. Then. Yep. That's right. I'm just kidding. I think I did. Actually. And Chris Vanderhoff, again, but this is his more review of his the game. Says I love this game. A very good RPG on the NES. Very Zelda-like, and it gives it a run for its money. Typical, typically movie tie-ins on the NES suck, but this is one of possibly the only exception. And then there was a debate over exceptions. <laughs> Following. Okay. Gail Wilson says, hopefully the game is better than the cover art. Christopher Hodges says, my favorite game of all hey, big, time. <clears throat> big ups to Gail Wilson, one of the few female commenters we've had ever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. thanks for that. We are widening our breath. Yep. So Christopher Hodges says, My favorite game of all time. That stars a peck armed with magical acorns. 
seriously though i did rent this a lot as a kid i need to find a copy of it because this is one of the those games i always wanted to complete but never did ivan the great ivan 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 kaproth jocelyn notice the i have to kind of read that in a little bit of an accent uh, oh, you did? I didn't, I didn't notice. Ivan Kaproth Jocelyn. Yeah. Okay. Great music. <laughs> you don't let him make like a really weird, creepy face. Yeah, yeah. Great music when themes manage to play for a while, at least. Theme music for quick battles doesn't work well, but the themes themselves are well done. All right, Ryan Reynolds. Again with his Van Lauder guy. Oh. <laughs> Well, Deadpool now, right? Huh? Deadpool, yeah. You're Deadpool now. That's right. That's right. Um, I like the first line of his, of his comment. My cat was obsessed with this game. He was usually really standoffish and didn't really like people, but whenever I played this game, <laughs> he would sit on my lap and watch. Then he would try to attack Willow on the screen and then come sit in my lap again. It may have been due to the large sprite size. Hey, funny story. My cat that I used to have, Zelda, mm-hmm. she would play duck hunt. Like, she would try to attack the ducks. It's nice. Nice. Cats playing video games. It's one of my favorite YouTube videos. Yeah. Find some cats attacking a TV. Mm-hmm. I don't remember... Oh, Clever the Great says, I don't remember too much about this game. However, I did play it as a kid. I loved the movie and begged my mom to buy it for me, but she didn't. LOL. I do remember going into people's houses in the game and fighting some green reptile looking dude lol all right and that wraps it up a lot of good comments yeah a lot of comments so i've got an email okay you're gonna you're gonna like this one oh boy this one is from padres 40 (laughs) he says thanks for all the ray-ban spam that flooded my email that i've had since 1997 (laughs) <laughs> what? Remember, I gave remember I gave his email out on the show. <laughs> oh, oh, yikes! I, I'm just kidding. He he's just kidding though. I think because then he follows up with, "What did you guys think of the graphics and sprites for Willow? I think they're great and colorful with cool movement. The music was good as well as the controls. This game has a cap is a Capcom hidden hidden G word. <sighs> Talk to you guys on the next one. So thanks for the email." Padres. I will not give it out again. Um, let's see. I have some iTunes reviews too. Okay. And let's see. So we've got uh, this one's from the Surfing Dad. Five stars. I love this podcast. The two dudes play well off each other and are well informed of the games they're covering. They just need to bring back Mario and I'd give them a six star rating. They'd be well off to get a nice cheap sound studio at the Dollar General, but hey, we can all train. <laughs> I like I like that. That's a little that's a little throw out to the two star there. Yeah. They'd be well off to get a nice cheap sound studio at the Dollar General, but hey, we can all train. Uh that's, Yeah. And you know what? I think uh, maybe next next episode we need to try to book Luigi to come back. Yeah, we can get Luigi back. Mario's he's he's a goner. Luigi last time was not very talkative and seemed very angry. Maybe maybe things are better now. We'll see. Yeah, we'll get, we'll try to get Luigi on next time. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him to come back. So I got another iTunes review. 
This one is from Prime Minister Pete Nice. Oh, from the Prime Minister. Who? Right, sweet. Uh, Prime, Prime Minister of where? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, sweet. Uh, I came across this podcast when searching for any specific gaming podcast. I'm glad I caught this late, as I have many shows to listen to and catch up on. This podcast is somewhat like VH1 Classics, that metal show, where Eddie Trunk and two of his friends just talk about the hard, heavy metal music, hard rock, heavy metal music that they like, and do reviews and interviews, etc. Two Dudes in a Nest does the same with focusing on one specific game per episode. They go through the how they found the game, the manuals, gameplay, the game music, which they have playing in the background for the entire show, which I love, which, thanks for that feedback, because we're always curious if people like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and Retro Game Trophies. I love listening to it while at work. A lot of shows bring back great memories of the games. Also, they've inspired me to start collecting NES games. Star Tropics is going to be a pre- purchase soon. I can't wait to hear their take on Legend of Zelda and Super Mario 3. Thanks for the great show, dudes. Keep it up. Pete. Thanks, yeah. Pete. Star yeah. Tropics should definitely be one of your first pickups, if you ask me. Yeah. You love that game, All don't right. you? I love it. I love it so much. Did I tell you I got a complete copy with the, with the letter? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that maybe I'll frame the letter one day because I love that letter. It's cool. And it's unused letter. It's not been dipped. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Uh, Ultra Lavos over on, tw- over on Twitter. Ultra Lavos also says, Love the movie. When I saw the game for rent, I took one look at the screenshots on the back and I knew I would love it. So thank you, Ultra Lavos. And then I think we actually got something on... Uh, maybe not. I thought we had something from... Uh, Google Plus. But I seem to have lost it. Going back on the... Sorry. Going back on the... Uh, uh, sound Studio comment. Mm-hmm. We get one? Well, no, I'm just, I was just going to say, maybe we can improve our Sound Studio, or our sound. Maybe if I move closer, which is probably going to happen in four months... Uh, mm-hmm. We can start doing shows live, and maybe we can improve the sound. Oh yeah, so. we'll definitely improve if we start doing that. We'll definitely improve. Yeah. Well, we'd also improve if uh, if you'd like to go to Patreon and make a donation. We'd have to <laughs> work to improve on getting better microphones, etc. I think though um, that, the, that the microphones are are working pretty good though. I think that if you go back and listen to like our very first show compared to now. We've made it leaps and bounds. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think we could make a few more leaps and bounds eventually. Maybe mm-hmm. I would love to have a, uh, and this would this would work better once we actually if we start recording live. Um, but I would love to have a soundboard. We mm-hmm. can plug in the we can plug in the stuff like the mm-hmm. music and stuff externally and just record all at the same time. That'd be sweet. Sound effects and stuff. You know? Yeah, that would be awesome. Just various things. Yeah. We could get slapper bags to be the sound effects guy. Yeah, he could be our he could be our sound engineer. Like, yeah, I hear the podcast all the time when they're talking about they have a sound engineer in the room. Mm-hmm. Right, one of those. Right. Yeah. If we need help, Patreon.com/slash NESDudes. Yeah. And see so the the Willow comment from Google Plus is from Ryan Ballard. It says never played it though I enjoyed the flick as a kid. So thanks, Ryan. Sweet. Appreciate that. 
Um, man, we've got to... We're running kind of long. I do have... We do have voicemails. Some of them are pertinent to this episode. Okay. So let me see here. I know I definitely want to play this one. So here we go. Hey, what's up, dudes? Hey, I heard you guys were talking about Willow this time. Uh, you know, I got like four copies of that game, and I, I just, I wish there was some place that I could go to, like, you know, trade them or, or, or maybe even, like, sell them and get some money for it. You guys wouldn't happen to know of, like, a place to go, would, would you? Oh, you guys have a Facebook group dedicated to trading and selling? Oh, man, that's awesome. What's it called? All right. Two Dudes Traders. All right, you know what? I'm going to check that out. And I'm going to get rid of some of these uh, copies of Willow. So thanks for the information, guys. Keep up the hard work. Talk to you later. That was Andy. I uh, thought that was, uh, I thought that w- that group was for people that used to listen to Two Dudes in a Nest and now listen to Genesis Gems. <laughs> no, th- no, that's the, that's the Two Dudes Traitors. Oh, okay. okay. Traitors. Yeah. Okay. That's the Two Dudes Traitors group. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is Two Dudes Traders. All right. All right. Just, yeah. Okay. Um, you know what? I think we can save some of the rest of these. Okay, I've still got some more, but uh, run a little long. All right, today a little long in the long in the uh, what do they call it there? Long in the show. Yeah. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they call it. Yeah, long, long in the show. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So tell them where they can find us. Well, you can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. Of course, our website, twodudesinanest.com, nestdudes.com, and nintendudes.com. And, of course, you can always call us and leave a voicemail, and we promise on the next episode we won't have as many tangents, and we will play that voicemail. And you can call us at... Our telephone number. Yep. Which is... Just kidding. I just teased you again. I know. You're, you're tricking me. 775-773-8761. Now, I will say, if you... The, the, the website upgrade is coming along nicely, uh-huh. and I think that if you go to the, one of those websites that Justin just mentioned, from a mobile phone, that it will look different than you're used to. It'll look fancy, right? It'll look kind of fancy. Check uh, it out. And oh, Justin's going to do it for us here. Yeah, yeah. You keep, keep talking. The, okay. And in the upper right corner of this fancy new mobile version of our website, there's a little telephone thing. It's a little telephone. It's off the hook. It's like the you know the hand holder thing. If you click on that, you will call us. That's all you got to do. You go to our website, uh, upper right corner. I click see. On it. It, it's right here. Call yes. Mm-hmm. Right here. Right up here in the upper corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You click that, it'll say, do you want to call the two dudes in this? And you say, yes, and then you call us. But I like it. Super simple. Still, I still love the logo. Still, still mm-hmm. loving the yeah. logo. Oh, man. Jason Knopp, he just, he really pulled through on that logo. Yeah, he did. He did. But, you know, you know what kind of uh, gets under my skin? And this is probably thanks to that, that hoser, Nick Stevens, over on the Genesis channel. If you go to the retrojunkies.com, and you go to the podcast section, and you look at all the wonderful podcasts there, right? Mm-hmm. All the wonderful podcasts that we have, which is a bunch. You know, SNES Podcast, and Retro Junkies Super Show, and 
which I think is called Winging It Now, and Retro Obscura, and of course Genesis Gems is there. But they've got their fancy logo there on the website, right? Mm-hmm. They've got our old logo on there. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to have to it's fix that. Steven's that. guy. Yeah. It's that Steven's guy. Yeah. It could also be because I haven't given him a, a pristine copy of no. my logo. In, no. No. But I'm thinking it's because yeah. I think, it, yeah, it's not my fault. Yeah, it's, it's not your fault. Not at all. Yeah. But that being said, if you would like to uh, see what shows are on the network that we are a part of, the Retro Junkies Network, you can go to theretrojunkies.com, and you can see all the shows there. So I suggest you do. There's lots of other good shows. Pretty much any video game system that you can think of is on there. Mm-hmm. Retro, mm-hmm. retro game systems. Yep. All right. I think that's pretty good, right? Yep, I think we've got a good good show there. Uh, next week, or two weeks, whatever, we'll see you again. Yep, we don't have a game yet, but we will we will sneak it into the wait a minute. We don't have a game. <gasps> I hear the music. There it is. Oh wait, we do. Yeah, there. Uh, now we game. Okay. All right. See you next time.